and welcome to worship wherever you may be. Some of us have gathered in Cossyside, others in the Outreach Centre, and some are in their own homes. No matter where you are, you are welcome to worship at Paisley St George's. The General Assembly of the Church of Scotland begins on Saturday. Meetings are being held via Zoom. I ask that you would keep the commissioners and all involved in the General Assembly in your prayers. This has not been an easy year and there will be difficult decisions for the Assembly to make. These are all the intimations. Come and worship God the Father, your strength. Come and give thanks to Jesus the Son, your protector. Come and celebrate the power of the Spirit, your truth. Come and rejoice that you belong to God today and every day. Let's worship God in the old hundred, hymn 63, all people that on earth do dwell. Know that the Lord is God indeed. Without our aid he did us make. We are his flock, he doth us feed, and for his sheep he doth us take. Oh, enter then his gates with praise, approach with joy his courts unto. Praise, Lord, and bless his name always, for it is seemly so to do. Hymn number 63. Now let's come before God in prayer. Let's pray. God of yesterday, tomorrow and today, we are children of the world you love and care for. We praise you, Heavenly Father, for calling us into relationship with you. We praise you, Lord Jesus, for the power of your name 
and the protection of your prayers. We praise you, Holy Spirit, for your guidance and gifts that enable us to draw others to you. For you are faithful in times of uncertainty, strong when we are weak, and the breath of all our being, the energy of all our doing, and the peace of all our resting. You, Lord, are so much to us, and yet we come seeking your forgiveness. Forgive us, gracious God, when we have turned away from your word and immersed ourselves in the distractions of the world. Forgive us when we have sought to belong to the world and compromised your truth to fit in. Forgive us when we have bickered amongst ourselves and not shown the world that we are one. Forgive us when we have distanced ourselves from those you have called us to serve. Forgive us, O oh God, protect us and unite us in Jesus' name. Gracious God, we thank you for the enduring prayer of Jesus for his disciples, which reassures and reaches us today as we walk in their footsteps, reminding us that we are not alone, but protected, empowered, forgiven, and surrounded by your grace every step of the way. Hear us now as we pray together in the words Jesus gave his disciples, praying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. During lockdown, people have taken up a number of different activities. And I've spoken to some folks who've started doing jigsaws. I wonder how many of you enjoy doing a jigsaw? Well, the extent of my jigsaw building is usually with the grandchildren. But you know, in the past, when I was able to visit folks, I was often very impressed by the thousand piece jigsaws, often with acres of sky and sea. In fact, somebody emailed me a photograph of one such completed jigsaw just yesterday tea time. I was very impressed by their patience and determination. But it did make me wonder just how they would have felt if they'd got to the end of that jigsaw only to discover that there was a piece missing. Mm, yeah, that one piece, that one particular piece would be of a particular size and shape and colour. Only it would fit the remaining space. They wouldn't be able to go to another jigsaw in the cupboard and say, well, I'll, that piece looks similar, I'll just use it instead. It wouldn't work. A jigsaw needs every piece. A jigsaw needs every piece. And so it is with the church. Every person is unique and every one of us has our own place in the jigsaw that is church. And that's been the same since the beginning of the church. And I wonder just how the disciples felt after Jesus left them and they realised that they were a man down 
as Judas was no longer with them. All the time they spent with Jesus, there were 12 disciples. They were missing a piece. So let's turn to scripture to hear what happened, how they addressed that missing piece. And our readings today will be read for us by Liz Many. Our first reading is from Acts chapter 1, verses 15 to 17, 21 to 26. In these days, Peter stood up among the believers, a group numbering about 120, and said, Brothers, the scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through the mouth of David concerning Judas who served as a guide for those who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number and shared in this ministry. Therefore, it is necessary to choose one of the men who have been with us this whole time. The Lord Jesus went in and out amongst us, beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. For one of these men became a witness with us of his resurrection. So they proposed two men, Joseph called Barsabbas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which of these two you have chosen to take over this apostolic ministry, which Judas left to go where he belongs. Then they cast lots, and the lot fell to Matthias. So he was added to the 12 apostles. The second reading comes from John's Gospel, chapter 17, verses 6 to 19. Jesus is praying for his disciples. I have revealed to you those whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me and they have obeyed your word. Now they know that everything you have given me comes from you. For I gave them the words you gave me, and they accepted them. They knew with certainty that I came from you, and they believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me. They are yours. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine and glory has come to me through them. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still of the, of, they are still in the world. I am coming to you, Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe by that name you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction, so that the scripture would be fulfilled. I am coming to you now, but I say these things while I am still in the world, so that they may have the full measure of my joy within them. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, 
but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of it. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them I sanctify myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. This is the word of God. Thank you, Liz. We are part of the world. In a way, just now, it seems a broken world. So we worship God in the hymn 259, Beauty for Brokenness. Beauty for brokenness, hope for despair. Lord, in your suffering, this is our prayer. Bread for the children, justice, joy, peace. Sunrise to sunset, your kingdom increase. Shelter for fragile lives, cures for their ills, work for the craftsmen, trade for their skills, land for the dispossessed, rights for the weak, voices to plead to the cause of those who can't speak. Refuge from cruel wars, havens from fear, cities for sanctuary, freedoms to share, peace to the killing fields, scorched earth to green, Christ for the bitterness, his cross for the pain. Rest for the ravaged earth, oceans and streams, plundered and poisoned, our future, our dreams. Lord, end our madness, carelessness, greed. Make us content with the things that we need. Lighten our darkness, breathe on this flame until your justice burns brightly again, until the nations learn of your ways Seek your salvation and bring you their praise. God of the poor, friend of the weak, give us compassion, we pray. Melt our cold hearts, let tears fall like rain. Come, change our love from a spark to a flame. Hymn 259.
of today's readings have focused on prayer. In the book of Acts, the disciples prayed for guidance as they sought to fill the space left behind by the betrayal and the suicide of Judas Iscariot, of whom Jesus says, none has been lost except the one doomed to destruction so that scripture would be fulfilled. And in the gospel, Jesus prays for his disciples. My prayer is not that you take him out, them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. Jesus prayed for his disciples and he prays for today's disciples, his followers. That's you and me. What a wonderful message of comfort there is for us to know that Jesus is praying for each and every one of us no matter our circumstances, no matter where we are. Jesus prays for us. But it's out of love for this world that Jesus does not ask God to take believers out of the world, but instead to send them out into the world. For being a follower of Jesus was never supposed to be about joining a select and exclusive club of members. Church, Christ's body here on earth should be a place where all are welcome. The Jesus movement, if you like, has room for all. And it is our calling, our calling, as it was the disciples' calling, to go into the world to make disciples. That's the task which Jesus Christ has set for us. That's the task for which Jesus seeks God's blessings for those whom he calls friends. We, Christ's followers, are in the world. And as we're in the world, then we are called to be salt and light. We are called to be good news to the poor, to proclaim sight to the blind and liberty to the captives. We are called to be peacemakers. We, you and me, all of us, are to be in the world. We are to be in the world, loving and serving God. 
but loving and serving God, knowing that Jesus prays for us, knowing that Jesus seeks our protection as we do so, trusting that Jesus will be with us until the end of the age. Now, I don't know about you, but as I think on the week that's passed, I'm sure we're concerned for the peoples of Israel-Palestine and the escalation of violence that we see there. I'd like to share with you the words of Psalm 122, where the psalmist writes, I rejoiced with those who said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing in your gates, Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built like a city that is closely compacted together. That is where the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, to praise the name of the Lord according to the statute given to Israel. There stand the thrones for judgment, thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May those whom you love be secure. May there be peace within your walls and security within your citadels. For the sake of my family and friends, I will say, peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your prosperity. A number of years ago, I was in Jerusalem on a pilgrimage. And the streets of Jerusalem are tightly, closely packed together. But one thing I remember doing is standing in the Garden of Gethsemane. And I stood there and in front of me were some stones arranged in the soil to spread the word to spell the word peace. And I stood there and I prayed. I prayed for peace. Today, we still pray for peace in Jerusalem, in Israel, Palestine. Wherever there is conflict, we pray for peace. Much nearer to home this week, we watched the images from a Glasgow street as Home Office officials removed two immigrants from a flat. Also in the news this week, the Church of Scotland has said, protecting human life and dignity must be at the heart of future UK asylum and refugee policies. Welcoming the stranger and loving your neighbour as yourself is at the core of the Christian message and ought to be extended to all those fleeing danger and seeking sanctuary in this country. And as we mark the end of Christian Aid Week, through Christian Aid Week and through Christian Aid in general, through the donations given there, we are trying to bring good news to the poor in practical ways. The good news of clean water, the good news of seeds to plant, all of that shared through God's love. For we live in the world. We live in God's created world. We live in the world and Jesus prays for us. We live in God's world amongst his people, our neighbours, and we do our best with his love and his guidance to serve him by loving our neighbour. We live in the world and we pray for the world, the world nearby and the world far away. But here, just now in this place in Paisley, St George's, we are a new congregation and we are seeking to find new ways to serve God in Cossyside and especially perhaps in the Outreach Centre, 
new ways to share the good news of Jesus Christ and new ways to share his love. And our Kirk session seeks to find the right people for roles within the session and within this church community, this church family. And as we seek to serve God, to be his church, to be branches of his vine, let us be like the disciples and ensure that we do so prayerfully. I would ask each of you to consider prayerfully the skills and talents with which God has blessed you. To seek in prayer, to see where God is calling you to serve. For Christ's church needs you. He needs each and every one of us. We need to be his hands and feet in the world. This congregation needs people for all sorts of tasks. And as we hopefully begin to move out of COVID restrictions, there will be a need for so many people to work for Christ. Perhaps in making tea, perhaps in washing dishes, spending time talking with others. How good it will be when we can stand close to one another and have a right good blether. How good it will be when we can have people into our houses and go into other people's houses and share times of fellowship There is work to be done with children within the church. How much we have missed the youngsters Sunday by Sunday. They haven't been in the church since March last year. And how much we miss them and what they bring to us as well as what we offer to them. There are other tasks to be done. Wielding a paintbrush, balancing the books, raising funds. I spoke earlier of a jigsaw missing a piece. Are you the missing piece in the jigsaw that is church? What is your place within that jigsaw? For each one of us has a place in that jigsaw. And if there is even one piece missing, then that jigsaw is not complete. So we all have a place. We all have a role. For God loves each and every one of us. God needs us all to work for him in the world. He prays for us. So let us pray for his guidance, his strength and his love. Let us pray for his people. I'd like to invite you to take a moment to be still. To be still and imagine Jesus sitting beside you. In that empty space that we all have beside us, imagine that Jesus is there beside you. And think, what would you like him to pray for you? Lord, pray for your people, we ask. What might he be asking you to do?
Lord, open our hearts and minds that we may see your way forward for us. What might he say to encourage you? Lord, we thank you for the words whispered quietly into the depths of our beings. And how does it feel? How does it feel that Jesus prays for you, that you are loved and known, that you are not alone? Thank you, Lord, that you are with us wherever we may be, whatever we may do. You are by our sides. Amen. Let's dedicate ourselves in the next hymn, hymn 502. Take my life, Lord, let it be consecrated, glad and free. Take my moments and my days. Take my hands and let them move at the impulse of your love. Take my feet that I may run, bearing news of Christ, your son. Take my love, my Lord, I pour at your feet its treasure store. Take myself and I will be all for you eternally. Hymn 502. <laughs>
Our prayers this morning will be led for us by Liz. A friend gave me a book this week. The first picture was of a little blue-green planet with swirls of cloud floating in the great void of space. Let us pray. Lord, we beg your forgiveness for what we have done to this beautiful planet you gave us. You gave it to us not as a gift, but as a stewardship to care and protect, and we have failed you. Father, we have polluted the oceans and rivers with plastic and waste, contaminated the land with chemicals, and burned down the rainforests, the very lungs of the world. This is the world you gave us to take care of, and it is our failure that we are passing on to our children, grandchildren, and the generations yet unborn. We should hang our heads in shame. Heavenly Father, your Son, our Lord, whom we called the Prince of Peace, we now watch with horror and disbelief as the country he called his earthly home is once again torn apart by war. The streets he walked, speaking of his father, speaking of his father's love for us, are now being bombed and destroyed. People who are once neighbours are killing one another. And when will it end? As Jesus hung on the cross, he said, Father, forgive them, praying for the two executed beside him. As we bow our heads in prayer, we echo these words, Father, forgive them, and let there be an everlasting peace in the Holy Land. Yesterday was the 100th anniversary of the founding of the British Legion, and we send our heartfelt thanks to that organisation who take care of our servicemen and women, some who have suffered and are still suffering after serving their country in times of conflict. We pray that one day our ancestors will look back in horror at stories in their history books of wars and conflicts, because these things will be no more and mankind will live in peace with one another as you intended us to do. These things we pray for in your son's name. Amen. Thank you, Liz. Let's now dedicate our offerings and our Christian aid givings. So let's pray. We give you thanks, Lord, for all the work done in your name by Christian aid and for the generosity of those who support its work. Bless all who work for Christian aid. Bless all who receive from Christian aid. Bless all that is given to Christian aid. And Lord, accept all that we offer you today, our time, our talents, our money. Use all that we bring to build your kingdom here on earth so that all may know that Christ is risen. Alleluia. Amen. We close this morning's service of worship with hymn 459, Crown Him with Many Crowns, The Lamb Upon His Throne, the hymn 459. <laughs> 
And now I would ask, if you're able, would you please stand for God's blessing? As we leave this, player, this place, Lord, may our prayers be just beginning. May our worship, our time here, what we have learned and what we have discovered, lead us into action and life's full of worship every hour of every day. And the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit rest and remain with each one of you and all those whom you love this day and forevermore. Amen.